Welcome to the Residential Movement. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Maciejewski, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for dental home care. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering dental services at the residences of patients who are best served at home. Listen in as we talk dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more, and learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. Every day, my in-home dental service, Dental, gets incoming calls from prospective patients looking to learn more about us. The callers may have heard about us from a doctor, friends, family, or maybe a small ad in the local paper. Regardless, one common question is, am I a candidate for in-home treatment? And this is a tricky question because everyone on the planet, even people without teeth, everyone needs dental care. So how do you help a prospective patient decide whether or not your residential dental service is right for them? Because as much as I love offering at-home services, it's important to make sure the patient is receiving care that's best for them. Now, in the case of a comma dental, and in most cases, I do believe that the patient should be the one making the decision about whether or not they need in-home treatment. Some of you might be wondering why I even bothered saying that. Well, I'm saying this because in the case of some other at-home dental services, I know some dentists refuse to see certain types of patients. So in those cases, the doctor is deciding who they want to treat, not the other way around. This is usually so that the dentist can focus on treating a very specific patient population, for example, only the elderly or only patients with autism or something like that. This method is certainly another viable way to run a dental house call service, and I want you to know that it exists. But a comma dental is different in that it aims to serve patients who are best served at home, which sounds great, right? Best served at home sounds really nice, but it leaves a lot more gray area because we treat patients with a wider range of conditions. If your at-home dental service is anything like mine with a little bit of gray area, you're going to have to help patients make a wise decision for themselves. So when a prospective patient calls to ask if they're a candidate for at-home dental treatment, I recommend responding with these three questions. First, can you physically get to the dental office? Listen to what this person has to say. Are they laid up after having a leg surgery? Maybe they never leave the house due to an autoimmune disease. Are they in hospice care? Maybe they're pregnant and on bed rest. Maybe they use a wheelchair, but they live on the third floor of a walk-up. There are a million scenarios in which patients may find themselves unable to leave the house to get to a dentist. If they cannot physically get to the dentist, they are absolutely best served at home. These people need you and you want to be there for them, so go ahead and book that appointment. If a person says that they can physically get to the dentist office, ask question number two. Can you get to the dentist office safely? If a person's trip to the dentist office would be dangerous, they would also be best served at home. For example, I live in Buffalo where it snows a lot, so many of my elderly patients will drive to their dental offices in the summertime but want me at their house for a six-month cleaning in the winter because they have osteoporosis and don't want to risk slipping on ice. Another example of a risky situation would be the case of a patient with dementia. Sure, they may be able to walk, but their family might have to really physically force them into the car, and that's a risky situation too. If it sounds like it's safer for patients to stay at home, they're also a perfect candidate for at-home dental treatment. Now let's say a person is physically able to go to the dentist and can safely get there. Move on to question three. Why would you like at-home care? There are typically two answers to this question. The first are from patients seeking at-home care due to mental health concerns. This is a valid reason someone may be best served at home. Dental anxiety is very real, so being at home for dental procedures is appealing to those who experience it. On the other hand, I've gotten phone calls from people who are driving on their way to Pilates and are asking about in-home services strictly for convenience. I tell all of them what I've been telling all of you. Just as traditional chair-side dentistry isn't right for everyone, in-home dental care isn't right for every person either. 
I recommend that if a person is able to go to the dentist, they should. The mobile dental equipment is more limited than traditional office equipment. I'm great, but I can't plop a pan machine or a Sarek in someone's living room. I describe my services as an alternative to no dental care, not a substitute for dental care in a traditional setting. I also explain my daytime hours, which turn out to actually be quite inconvenient for a lot of people. At this point, after explaining the limitations and the hours, most people who are not best served at home self-select out of booking an appointment. If after all of this chatting, someone still feels that at-home care is for them, they are welcome to go ahead and make an appointment. Who am I to turn them away? It's ultimately their choice. There's never harm in an at-home consultation. So those are the three questions that usually help patients decide whether my at-home dental services are right for them or not. Whenever patients or prospective patients ask questions, be clear and honest. This is useful advice for any part of your life. Clarity and honesty allow people to understand expectations and to make informed decisions for themselves. Now, you know that I have the position that at-home care isn't for everyone. I'm obviously here because I would like to encourage and help you build a dental home care practice that serves patients who are best served at home. There's a huge need in the community, and maybe you want to help. Still, you should know about different kinds of at-home dental services that are out there. There are dentists who have full-service concierge practices that set up in people's homes for people who just prefer privacy and convenience. This is another very viable, flexible business option that you might consider, and I'm sure the phone calls from prospective patients sound a bit different. As long as the dentist is upfront about limitations, there's nothing wrong with this type of service. They're just on a different mission. It's important that you learn about the different house call models so that you can decide which one is right for you. Alrighty, well, I have some news for you. Our new website, residentalmovement.com, is up and running. Check out the website to browse show notes from previous episodes or to nominate guests for the podcast. There is also a contact form there for you to get in touch with me if you have any questions or just want to chat. Thank you for sharing this time with me today. I am so thankful for the opportunity to connect with you in this way. I know that your loyal listening and sharing is what's making the residential movement grow as it is. I'm very grateful for you. As always, whether you decide to pursue dental home care or not, consider giving to the Home Smile Care Foundation to support those who cannot afford at-home care. The Home Smile Care Foundation was founded by myself and my loved ones. Visit homesmilecarefoundation.org for more information. Thanks again. I really do appreciate you. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe to stay updated and leave me a review. If you know someone who could benefit from this info, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel the residential movement. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.